Welcome to another edition of Bikes, Burpees, and Backhands. This is your host, Dave Matthews. In this week's edition, we're going to go over when can a cyclist take the lane. Also, in this week's edition, I'm going to give some shout-outs. They are not in any way, shape, form, or fashion I'm meant to, um, meaning to uh, shame anybody. It's basically, I want to thank them for raising the question so that I can either learn or help them learn how to be better drivers and or users of our road. Uh, lastly, I want to go over when is it okay for a group of cyclists to ride to abreast. Uh, I, there are thousands of other podcasts out there. I appreciate you being there, and hopefully this will be an educational uh, podcast for you. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, I got a, or I put a, a little article on uh, my Facebook fan page a little while back, two or three days ago. The name of the, uh, the article was, Are You a Passhole? And basically what that's referring to is how people pass. And, you know, I, I am an avid cyclist. Uh, I don't want to sound like uh, just a cyclist and I've got a vengeance toward drivers or other users of the road. I really don't. Uh, I think we can all get along better. I think we can all do it. And we can all do it with no fatalities. But we have to take our laws that are, or our rules of the road, laws of the road that are there for our protection. And we need to start adhering to them, even though we think we're going to get there much faster by going 10, 15, 20 miles over the speed limit, we are not. And we need to stop drivers that are doing this because they are the ones that are making our roads very unsafe. Um, this article, um, I will do some shout-outs in a little bit. Uh, I might as well do three or four of them at one time. Uh, this one was about being a passhole. Do you pass bikes at a speed well over the posted speed limits? Well, that can go for anything. Uh, I was going down 85 to do a group ride one morning last week, and I saw this car blazing in and out of traffic, you know, in and out of lanes, four or five lanes across the highway. And sure enough, two miles down the road, you know what was happening. There all of a sudden was a, a stop in traffic, you know, four lanes or five lanes went down to about two uh, guess who was in the middle of the crash? This car had been uh, had tapped another car. They both spun out in the middle of the road. Um, and I'm sorry. I know that's a crash. It's not an accident. It should have been prevented. An accident or where there's two simultaneous um, happenings, um, events that happen that could not be avoided, and they both collide. Um, going out of control high speed, in and out of traffic. Um, that person right there should not be, um, they should make them do a defensive driver's course. They should check their phone to make sure they're not on their phone. And they should check their blood alcohol level uh, for drugs and or um, drinking. I'm sorry. If you want to cause crashes, you need to be investigated to the fullest extent of the law and that ought to be massive amounts of points because otherwise you're not going to stop. And then you're going to kill somebody and that innocent person 
is going to be, you know, subjected to all your crap again. Uh, do I sound like I'm upset? Uh, not really. I'm just upset at the way our roads have become literally like the wild, wild west. And we as users of our roads have to be able to step up, tell our politicians, our elected officials, enough is enough. We need to find ways, technology to stop people from driving out of control. Uh, do you feel the need to honk when you pass a bike? Passing a cyclist, you don't need to honk your horn. We know you're coming. We're listening. We're trying to figure out what you're going to do. Uh, if you honk your horn, you usually startle us, scare us, and that can lead us to driving a little or, or running a little bit out of our lane. Um, do you need to feel the need to, to yell at us? How about rolling coal where a big truck just all of a sudden accelerates and this black smoke comes out? That's so funny to watch. Not. And if you get caught on camera, I sure hope the law does something to you because that is just horrendous. I would never do that to anybody, no matter if I did drive a big truck. Um, do you pass, even when there's oncoming traffic, like on a two-lane road, and you start to go around us and you see traffic coming, do you really think that it's worth you being in that big a hurry to save two seconds or killing somebody? Then you're a passhole. Um, do you pass without even slowing down regardless of traffic? Do you pass in the middle of an intersection? All these are things that uh, people, drivers, don't need to be doing, no matter if they're against cars or not, cyclists or not, pedestrians or not. Uh, we can use our roads better. Um, we have to do that. Otherwise, it is going to get so out of control as if it's not already. And we don't, you know, our politicians really don't care because nobody, none of their people are dying on our roads. And that's the reason. Uh, you know, the sad part is until one of them's loved ones gets hit and killed, then they'll start thinking about it, but that's too late. We need to do something as a general public now. Um, leave your comments. I'm going to try and leave a, uh, a voicemail uh, link for you to uh, leave your opinions. Um, I'm not mad at people for the way they use the road. I'm mad at people for not being... Um, you know, courteous to other people that do use the roads on a bike or on a, or on foot uh, or on scooters um, because we can all do it. Nobody owns a road. If I'm going down a bike path and there are three people walking three across, taking up the entire bike lane or the entire half of the path, uh, I take it upon myself as the faster vehicle that can cause more damage I take it upon myself to slow down, make sure there's no oncoming traffic from the other way, bikes or walkers. And when there is a room enough for me to pass, I will say on your left, go around you and let you, let you keep walking, even though I know you should only walk two abreast. Um, but it's easier to talk with your friends when you're walking three or whatever across. So I take it upon me, the cyclist, the faster vehicle to be safe and to keep everybody safe. Why is it when I drive a car or people drive a car, they get this angry, vicious cycle that this bicycle or, and I understand some cyclists are bad cyclists. They run stop signs. They run red lights, all that stuff. 
Don't start me on that discussion about cars and how they obey the law. They don't. They absolutely don't. They speed. They run through red lights at 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. Uh, stop signs, they roll them every time you, you, you want to watch one. So, you know, we can use our roads better. Do we all have to start doing our own part? You bet you. But don't blame somebody else uh, when you're the faster vehicle. All you got to do is push the pedal. <laughs> oh, the real hard part is you need to pay attention, which with cell phones and eating and all that stuff, it's easy to get distracted. But don't blame the law when you have a crash and the law looks at your surrounding in your car and they start charging you with being distracted because you were. And then they start giving you jail time because you killed somebody, a pedestrian, a person on a bike, a scooter, and they were in the right of way. That's when you're going to say, well, this ain't fair. It is fair. You're in a car, pay attention, drive, and be courteous, just like you should, everybody else should be too. Be right back with the next point of interest. Hope you stay tuned. Moving on to the next topic. Why is there a cyclist in my lane? A cyclist does have the right uh, to drive in the center of the lane in certain, certain circumstances. One is to be more visible. Sometimes riding it in the evenings, late nights, in the mornings, things like that. It is better to do that than to be on the side of the road where you're kind of swerving in and out of A, potholes, B, debris, limbs, things like that, uh, trash, big trash bins when trash day comes around on a certain street. Um, it is a cyclist right, and it is better for all traffic flow to take the center of the lane, causing the any car that's going to pass them to pass them safely in the next lane. Passing safely is something that a lot of people don't understand is that when you're on a, let's say, a four-lane road with a turn lane in the middle, and this happens around a lot of, a lot of cities, doesn't matter, small or big, doesn't matter, you've got four lanes and a turn lane in the middle or four lanes with no turn lane in the middle, um, you should pass a cyclist, even if they're near the white line, you should pass the cyclist with your left tires in the left lane, clearly, if that cyclist is trying to stay around that white line on the right side of the road. And the reason that cyclists are safer when they take the lane is because a lot of people feel that if they're coming up on a cyclist in the right lane and the left lane has got traffic in it, they think they can squeeze by without putting their left wheels in that left lane. And that is risking that cyclist's life. Because if that cyclist has to avoid a big pothole or something and even swerves out two or three feet, that car's going to hit them. And they're going to think that was the cyclist's fault. It's not. It's not. Sadly, we have a three-foot law. If you take a 14-foot wide lane and you put a seven-foot, eight-foot wide car in that lane, 
most people are not going to drive with their left wheels on top of that left line. Um, that's like very hard to do. Uh, most drivers are not that good. Um, and then when you put a cyclist over there on that right side, and they're like a foot off or so off of that white line, and you've got to give them three feet, there's not enough room. Not enough room. So the best and the safest way and the proper way to pass a cyclist is to put your left left front wheel and left rear wheel in that left lane. Basically go over there about halfway and go around the cyclist, give them, give them a little room, and everybody gets home safer, and it only costs you maybe five seconds, 10 seconds at the most. But here we go again, back to the courtesy thing. Um, cyclists can take the lane if they're preparing to take a left, to make a left turn. If there are obstacles or hazards on the right side of the lane, like I said before, the road is too steep or narrow for vehicles to pass safely. And bicyclists need to avoid debris, potholes, or other road hazards. So, you know, it all goes down to we all have to get along a lot better. Um, it's not a race. You're not going to get there that much faster. Uh, motorists need to exercise patience, awareness, and respect for another when sharing the road. Um, and the laws can vary by, you know, major metropolitan areas to city to city, state to state. So check your local laws when you're out there. But that's the reason why a cyclist uh, might be taking the lane. It's for most of the time it's for safety reasons, not only safety of hazards and stuff on the road for them, but also to make cars pass them in a safer manner. And they're also more visible. Be right back with some shout outs and the last topic. All right, on to our last topic, and I'm going to do some shout-outs really quick. Number one, the um, person or persons, <laughs> and I, I kind of laugh when I, when I saw it because it's exactly uh, what a lot of cyclists feel when, you know, like they say, if you want to really feel about what it's like to be on a bicycle and have a car pass you within three feet or closer, which happens sadly way too often, um, go stand at the Martyr Tram and you know how they got that border there right up to the tram where you're going into it. There's like two to three feet off of it. Stand right up next to the track. And when that car comes flying, those cars come flying in, um, you know, if it's stopping, it's not the same, but it is kind of gives you an idea. If it goes all the way through without stopping, I wish you well, you'll probably get sucked down into that track. Uh, but that's what it feels like with some cars and especially trucks. So please be courteous. Uh, don't pass within three feet of a cyclist. Give them some room. Uh, shout out for that person that did that article. Don't know if he was originator of it. If he was, you're thinking along the same lines I am a lot of times. Mr. Drew Satori. Um, Drew is a cyclist uh, on the east side of Atlanta. Um, Decatur. Um, We've ridden, I'm sure, before, and we'll ride again, hopefully. Um, these other people made some comments, and, and sometimes people are just not educated, and that's okay. Uh, if I can help people be educated a little better and drive with a little more compassion, uh, I'm all game because that's more safer people that hopefully will ripple this out and people will start to do things and use our roads better, safer for everybody. Uh, I see... Uh, 
people that are working on our roads, you know, uh, or or I see AAA people out there on the side of our highways. I'm just like, oh my God, I would not be out there to save my life because, you know, people, they just don't pay attention anymore and we need to slow down and pay attention. Um, Christian Saxon, Cal Daniels, Cody Sagamore, um, the, the, I'm not shouting out at you. I appreciate your comments. I really do. I hope we worked our way through some of these conversations. I hope you learned a lot. Uh, I hope you drive a lot more compassionately. Um, one of the comments was that people, cyclists need to be in a single file line. Absolutely not true. Um, in the motor vehicles, Georgia Highway Safety uh, Motor Vehicle uh, Law Book, uh, let's see, it's law 40-6-294. Persons riding bicycles upon a roadway shall not ride more than two abreast, except on bicycle paths, bicycle lanes, or parts of roadways set aside for the exclusive use of bicycles, or when a special event permit issued by a local governing authority permits riding more than two abreast. So, and I'm not saying, you know, here we go again. Uh, it's all back to uh, common courtesy, um, just being aware of what's around you. If I'm riding two abreast and I got two or three or four people with me, um, and I see there's a long line of cars behind us, maybe we're going up a hill and we're trying our best to get over that hill so you can see, I'll tell my guys, Hey, let's go single file line. And, and you know, I'm trying to help traffic flow. My mother was a driver's ed teacher, uh, one of her many talents, um, and I understand it. Um, you know, you hate to get behind a, a group of cyclists that are going slow because especially on a hill, we, we just, we, we can't just push the pedal. It just, we just don't go that fast. So we're trying, um, try to go single file line. And, uh, but if it's safer for me as a group, you in a car, just be patient, you know, a few, a few seconds or maybe a minute or two, and you're going to be able to go around us when you get up where you can see, and you'll get to your destination a minute or so, but it's better than killing someone. At the end of all discussions, people, and I know I'm not trying to, I'm not trying, I'm trying to speak because my voice is kind of raspy right now. Um, at the end of the day, we all just have to do this with a little more compassion and try to help each other get home. Um, you know, it's not okay to kill somebody. I got to tell you honestly that when you tell somebody, oh, well, you'll get over it, time heals all, I'm sorry for this language, it's bullshit. I have put out 105 ghost bikes, probably more than any one organization, especially a nonprofit that makes no money anywhere in the country, maybe the world, I don't know. I'm not here to keep up with it. I keep up my numbers because these are my family members. After I took a head-on collision, it hit me like a brick wall. Our society doesn't do, we're not doing anything, nothing to help our roads get safer. Not even teaching a compassionate course. And we need some. So, you know, I get it. You, you, you motorists are mad at cyclists because we slow you down. If you leave 10 minutes late at home, you're not going to get there 10 minutes you know, by, by passing a cyclist. You're not. So stop it. Just understand that you being late is not worth risking your life or anybody else's.
And, you know, bottom line is anybody that's doing something illegally wrong, we need to find a way to fix it, not keep blaming. Just find some some solutions to fix it. Uh, part of the reasons why cyclists don't like waiting at red lights in the cities is because the red lights are not going to change for you. Our, our vehicles, our bikes will not trip the sensor. So if we can fix that, maybe that will so- solve some of that problem. We'll stop seeing that. And then we'll stop seeing some of the cars running the red lights too, right? So we've got problems. We do. And I think we can all work together to find a median to get it done. Uh, like I said, I'm not hollering. Uh, I do get angry at times because uh, I think we, we as people can do better than what we do. And I'm willing to work with any organization that we can. Uh, what I do is the dark side of our road uh, and, and its fatalities. It really is. I saw somebody the other day started putting out ghost tires for people that are um, killed, you know, not in cars, but basically, no, it wasn't a ghost tire, was it? Uh, anyway, it was um, just somebody, you know, I've, I've put out ghost wheelchairs. I've put out ghost scooters. Uh, you know, when pedestrians are hit, we should put out, I think I think that's what they use a tire for it. And they put the person's name on it and all that. And, and I... I I, I think we should. It is staggering the amount of people we're losing every day, just in the state of Georgia, to tra- to traffic deaths. They're not accidents. They're they're crashes. So I hope we can do better to try to get these problems solved. I appreciate all of you watch, uh, listening in. I hope that you will share this podcast with your friends. Uh, anything I can do to help, please let me know. I am not a big. I'm a cyclist. I'm a tennis professional by trade. I love using the road to get my fitness in. It's fun. I enjoy it since I was a kid. I've always enjoyed it. And I hope you'll let me do it in a safe manner because I'm trying to not hit a car and kill any of you, which is not going to happen. So I understand it, but we can we can all do it. We can. We just have to make a concerted effort to make our roads safer for everybody to use. Hope you all have a great day. Hope this podcast wasn't too long for you, but it it is. It does hit hit hard to my heart because I hate seeing people not live their life to the fullest. And if cycling is part of it or walking is part of it, they should be able to do it too. If it's using our roads, we should be able to do it. Y'all have a good day and God bless you all. Thank you for listening and please share it. Take care. Bye-bye.